Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Angel Face Magic Hour podcast. I'm your host, Grace Lannon. I'm a psychic medium and an energy healer. And let's get into our episode today. So today is kind of like the conclusion of the last few episodes. If you haven't listened to episode 17 and 18, you're welcome to dive right into this episode, but I would encourage you to go back and listen to those. I had a little thread that um, connected through. So in episode 17, I gave y'all a little homework assignment, and then in episode 18, I shared with you my answers. So what I asked of you was to create a gratitude list, 17 things you are grateful for. And then I also asked of you to create a list of 17 things you would like to see in your life in the next year. And really just taking some time to kind of like chart out and think about the different aspects of your life and where things are in balance and when, where things are not in balance and where um, what we're seeking to manifest where we can switch stuff up in our external reality to make that more possible. So like I said last week, if you're looking to open up your spiritual um, psychic senses, a great thing to do would be to start reading books, to start playing with a new tool, to start having um, a meditation practice or even taking a class or getting a reading or working with a mentor, like finding things in your reality to help you make that possible. So if you want to be an amazing uh, karate black belt champion you can't just sit around thinking about it all day you need to start putting in the work you need to take the classes you need to um, learn the history the moves you need to do the calisthenics and the exercises to get you at a point of strength and this is the same within our energetic body and within our emotions so we can talk about building strength physically and we can really understand that concept pretty easily. I work out three times a week, maybe I'll get stronger, buffer, etc. If you meditate three times a week, that's going to be doing the same thing to your brain. Getting stronger, building foundations, building new pathways. So with our brain, just a little side tangent, with our brain, it is possible to create new pathways. So if we do something the same all the time, it really um, creates this pathway that's easy for us. So even when it's not a positive emotion, it's the most easy to access. So if you always have anxiety, continuous chronic anxiety, it's going to be way more difficult to get to a state of peace and calm because that's the route that your brain knows how to take. This is how addiction can be so, this is one of the reasons that addiction can be so difficult to to overcome um, beyond just the physical issues it causes with dependency and things like that. Um, it can be very difficult to reconstruct our brain 
to be able to have new neural pathways that don't lead us to those same um, outcomes. So you can think of it as this. If you're going through the woods, you're going on a little hike, you're probably going to take the trails. You're probably going to go the way that has been paved for you. It's less likely that you're going to trample over brush and poison oak and broken bottles and whatever that's in the leads you're not you're probably not going to trample through that to get to your destination you're probably going to take the the road most traveled so that's the way our brain works too so that's why things like affirmations as much as they feel silly it is very possible for those things to influence our brains positively with um, the repetition. So if you were brought up and you were always told every day, you're fucking dumb, you're dumb, you're dumb, you're, you're annoying, you're um, taking up space, whatever it is that you felt like you were kind of displayed or told over and over again, as you grow up into an adult, it can be very difficult to not believe those things, even though logically in your mind, you know, I'm not fucking dumb. I'm not annoying. I'm not these things. But I still feel that way because that's what I've been kind of told over and over and over again. So if you tell yourself over and over and over again, something positive, it does change and shift things. It's a long process though. You can't expect to change and shift in one day when you've been kind of uh, creating these pathways in your brain for a long time. So if you were really young and you started doing something as a coping mechanism, oftentimes when we take away that coping mechanism, you'll still have the pathway to get to there and you'll find another way that feels similar. So that's why it's very easy for people who are like addicts to just hop to another thing, whether that's sex or shopping addiction or gambling or, uh, I don't know, lying, fighting, <laughs> whatever it is that can feed that like adrenaline rush type of feeling. Stealing is another one um, that drugs and addiction can bring. So it takes a lot of effort to change those pathways in your brain. But we can do that with energy healing. We can do that with affirmations. We can do that with therapy. We can do that with um, magic and spiritual healing. And we can do that with nutrition. And we can do that with all of these healthy habits. That's the thing that is difficult about change is it's slow. If you decided you wanted to yeah, be that karate star, it, you're not going to be a black belt in two weeks. Same thing with your brain. You're not going to be um, healed from your anxiety in a week just because you'd meditated one time. So I want us to know the very real possibility of change within our emotional state, within our mental state, within our physical state. But I also want us to face the music and know that, yes, this is a long-term type of 
um, effect. And I think within America and especially my generation and the younger generation, we're very much of an instant gratification. Um, we want change and we want shifts and we want it now. And when we don't see it, it's easy to give up. Um, and it, it, there's, of course, all that comparison as well that we talked about with um, social media and stuff. But anyway, I want us to think about that. I also had a little assignment with you last week as well, which was to do a little divination, a little streaming divination, which was to get on YouTube or get on Hulu or Netflix or whatever, and just ask your spirit guides, your higher self to bring you to a movie, bring you to a TV show, bring you to an episode to give you some information about your past life, excuse me, about your past life. So the show that came up for me when I did the streaming divination was this show. I'd never seen it before, never even heard of it. I think it was from the 2000s and um, like a sitcom type of show. Hulu, if anyone wants to watch it. Um, But it's called The Neighbors. So I watched the first episode and a half and definitely pretty cheesy but I I like those kinds of syndicated laugh track type of shows my sibling always tells me I have very bad taste in tv but um I like to watch those shows because I feel like I can really tell it's tv and it really just allows me to like zone out and just enjoy like the fun dynamic of like a family or friend group and there isn't as much of the outside reality present which I think sometimes can be nice because we are spending so much time thinking about like everything that's happening in the world and in our personal lives and in our family lives and our friends lives like we're thinking so much about all like the context of our reality so sometimes it's nice to have these shows where we're taken out of that context we're taken back in time or we're taken into another like I guess just like realm of reality which I think of as like suburban laugh track which there's usually nothing wrong every episode kind of concludes solving an issue And that feels comforting to me (laughs) because oftentimes our issues don't get solved or they don't get solved in 60 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. Usually those episodes are um, shorter. But anyway, so this show is called The Neighbors. And for me, it was fun to watch and just kind of like tune into what is this message showing me? What is it telling me? And like I said last week, if you missed it, I want you to tune into this the TV show and just kind of like examine it. You don't necessarily need to love it or enjoy it. You don't need to watch the whole season. Just tune into that one episode you're being guided to. So that might even be like season three, episode four. Like it doesn't have to... Don't be so... um logical just allow yourself to listen and explore 
and also tuning into not only the characters and the storyline but the conversations but the like style the imagery like just paying attention to all that because all of that could be information that you could be watching uh, a, a sitcom and you're thinking oh maybe this is a past life where I was a mother in the suburbs don't think so literal it could be like a t-shirt that she's wearing has a symbol on it that is connected to a past life or to a memory of yours so it doesn't have to be um so literal I want us to go in with our analyzing eyes and just start to make connections. So this show (laughs) was called Neighbors. And um, yeah, the idea was basically there was like this group of alien people that came to Earth and they had some kind of like communication device and one of the leaders or whatever of the alien group he forgot the charger for the communication device so they weren't able to communicate with their home planet and kind of get directions on what they were supposed to be doing and so they ended up being kind of stuck there and landing in the suburbs eventually some of the aliens decide fuck this i'm going back i don't want to wait for instructions anymore and so there's an opening in the neighborhood the opening in the neighborhood allows for humans to move in and the show the episode was really about them like finding out these people are aliens and their conclusion of that and just um getting to know each other as like what humans do what aliens do so it's kind of like this um commentary about like the connection between like humans and rituals and like social norms like what is acceptable what is um like expected and what is not so they end up going to like a party and bringing the alien people with them and madness ensues because of course it's a sitcom and they realize oh okay I can't really interact with humans the way that I thought I could and so for me there I was thinking about I believe yes I have had experiences as interdimensional beings in my other lifetimes but I don't necessarily think this show this episode was about a past life where I was alien or where I was this being from a different planet or where I was sent from a different planet to earth. I don't, I do know that I've had those experiences. I got an Akashic Records reading one time from another practitioner, my friend Amber, shout out Amber Chuchmach. Um, And one of my past lives, I was this alien being and I was sent down to earth and it was kind of a sad experience so I was sent down to earth and well it wasn't necessarily that it was earth but it was another planet I was sent to another planet um, away from my family and once I got there there was some kind of crash or something with my UFO ship thing 
where I crashed in like a desert area and there previously had been like nuclear testing or something going on there. I don't know whether this was earth and this was things that humans did to earth with nuclear testing. Um, my suspicion is yes. My suspicion, it was like New Mexico. Um, that's just like what my heart tells me. Um, but anyway, so I crashed or whatever, came to earth. Other beings that were with me died. So I was the only one there and I was very frightened. Basically, I stayed in the woods like alone for years and years and years because I was worried that if I tried to like emerge into society that I would be killed or that something bad would happen to me because that was kind of like the story that we were told like this was a secret mission essentially like we were not to be seen so I stayed essentially like underground I was like in the woods it was a desert so I guess there wasn't woods but I was in like a hidden um bunker type of situation like I was hidden um for years I somehow sustained my body I don't know like what if we had food like if we ate food like if I didn't need to eat food I don't really know I, I was definitely thinking about that like why wasn't I so hungry um but a visual I really remember from the reading that she gave me um, and she is very clairvoyant, so a lot of this was like visual imagery she was describing to me. Um, but she looked down, so in the reading, she was seeing it through my perspective, and she looked down at my hands, and I had these alien like fingers. They were like super long, and they had almost like suction cups on the end. Um, and yeah. It was very interesting to me and I, it resonated with me a lot. I felt like a lot cleared when we went through this healing in the Akashic Records. I definitely want to go back into this memory because I feel like there's more information to be learned. This reading was like maybe a year and a half ago. So it's been a while. I, oh, I thought I had a recording of it. So that would be a cool thing to see if I can find and go back and see what other information would be useful but anyway so eventually I decided I wanted to try to like enter into like the world and not just be alone because I felt very alone and scared and like I didn't have contact with my family because they died but then I didn't have contact with like the people that um sent me there like the beings or whatever that my home planet, I guess, or home star or home dimension. I'm not sure how it works. But um, when I finally emerged and I finally went into the reality, the rest of the world, I died. I basically came upon this crater that had this goo, this green goo is what I was shown. Some kind of I believe nuclear waste or something like that. Like, I don't know if we have an explanation for it, if it was beyond just this earth um, experience, but some kind of toxic waste. And I just, I remember trying to scoop it up, 
with my hands and like see what it was and basically it killed me I don't think it was instantaneous but it did create some kind of like gash in my side and like rotted basically from the inside out and I died that way and um it was really interesting because I had physical discomfort and physical pain in that area of my whole life of my body like I would say my solar plexus area to the left right around my rib cage I used to have um really bad pain there difficulty breathing and I think it was very much connected to this lifetime because that's I think where the pain and the um disease and the death began in that area and I feel like it also led in this lifetime to distrust of myself to distrust of others to loneliness to feeling like I have to shelter myself for fear of literal death (laughs) and so I think through learning about that past life I've been able to um, do some healing so thank you so much to Amber for that experience Um, and so I do believe that I have had ET life experiences, but I don't know this show was necessarily about bringing forward those memories. I think it was more about the dynamics of the relationships of, um, you know, not trusting, not um, feeling like you can be your fullest self feeling like there's like an aspect of you that you have to hide. I feel like that is kind of more of the message that was for me from that past life of being like hidden because I know I had that lifetime that I just described to you and I know I've had other lifetimes where I was like martyred or you know um like punish essentially for my gifts and I know a lot of people who have spiritual gifts again everyone does have spiritual gifts but some people it's just more natural to them and other people they need to put in more effort so I do believe a lot of people who have those natural strong gifts um have had them for many 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 lifetimes and that's why it's a little bit easier for them to connect with because I do have those past life cell memories that they can tap into but um a lot of people have that wounding whether you were burned at the stake as a witch whether you were um like you know scarlet letter vibes (laughs) like everyone has had some kind of probably experience like that in a past life where they were um, punished for just being themselves, just being um, connected. And I think a lot of that comes from fear um, of the unknown. And I think a lot of that also comes from the systemization of the church of um, like once we had the church it was the priests and the pastors and they're the only ones that could talk to God. And if anyone else did them, they're an abomination. She's not a Christian. Um, they're not an abomin. They are an abomination and they're evil. And so I think because of those views, whether or not those were true views of the people or those were just the views that got 
um, the right people in power, so you say, um, is a question to think and reflect upon. But either way, we know that it has influenced our reality in past lives and our continual reality of this world of um, only those in the church or the synagogue with the big titles can talk to the big man upstairs. And if you think you have any type of divine connection, you're insane or you're evil. And so I want us to release those old stories, the witch wound, because that is false. That is not true. That is false. So I think watching that TV show was a little bit um, just reminding me of some of the dynamics that maybe I have been through in past lives that still play out today, feeling like I have to hide certain aspects of myself. Um, I feel like I'm a very open person, but not always and not with everyone. I'll tell you anything you want to know, but sometimes I feel like you have to ask me. Like I feel like I don't always reveal everything um, up front because I feel like when I've done that in the past, whether that was past lives or other experience in, in this lifetime, it has bit me in the ass. Like people, um, people can take advantage of niceness. People can take advantage of, um, purity and like, and when I say purity, I don't mean like pure like virgin I just mean like genuine um people will take advantage of that and so sometimes it's really feels like the best move to keep things close to the chest but I know that isn't always true I think also sometimes we have outside influences that whether we are conscious of them or not, um, make us believe that we should be um, compartmentalized or hidden. Like um, women shouldn't be sexual, women shouldn't be loud, women shouldn't be this, women shouldn't be that. People, humans, men, whatever you are or identify with. Um, But in my experience from the women's perspective of not... It's not being proper to be a certain type of person or to speak a certain type of way, dress a certain type of way, look, smell, feel a certain type of way. Um, And for things like spirituality and magic to be very much something that we should hide because we might be, yeah, shamed, persecuted, um, kicked out etc for our beliefs so it is my truth that in this lifetime and this show was a reminder of this for me in this lifetime for me it is all about being my most true honest authentic self and not hiding aspects of myself not being ashamed to talk about when I had a bad day to not be perfect to to show that I am gifted, to not be scared to share my gifts, to not be frightened to talk about my opinions and my thoughts, to not be scared of the 
consequences of um, other people's opinions and to just be my fucking self, um, whether that's alien or not. <laughs> so that was kind of what the show showed me. So again, please, please reach out to me and let me know about what your show was, what you feel like your conclusions were, if any past life memories came um, forward for you or just any reflections for you that you received when watching the show. It would be really fun, no pressure, but it would be really fun to create a list I could put on my blog of what people's shows and episodes were. So if you want to share with me, please just message me. I watched this it reminded me of this. It doesn't need to be super long or anything, but I'm just curious. And I think it would, again, be really fun to put together a blog. So maybe I'll post about that on Instagram. And you could comment on that post what your thing would be um, to make it easier for everyone to find. So yeah, I'm going to do that. I will do that. So look for my... Instagram post about this and you can comment what your show or your episode was and I will compile a list if I receive enough of them to put on my blog. Um, if you didn't know, I have a blog. I started it pretty recently. It's on my website, gracelinen.com and I'm hoping to do a weekly blog and do stuff, you know, connected to the podcast, but also just share kind of like my research on my insights and my experiences as an experiencer, a contact experiencer, as a medium, a psychic, and just be able to like, you know, share more. So check that out. I'm bringing blogs back, baby. So before we get into our main conversation, I just want to give you guys a couple heads up about what's going on. Angel Face HQ this week. So let's get into it. So, as I said, I am moving right now. Next week, I will be in my new home. Um, and next week, we are putting out an episode um, about astrology, about astrology. And so, I'm really excited to share that all with you. Um, recorded with Megan, my friend and amazing astrology enthusiast. And uh, they have also studied Reiki with me and we've been friends for many, many years. So I'm excited to share um, their voice with you and just that information. So that's going to be awesome coming out next week. So stay tuned for that. Um, I am moving, moving, so I'm really excited. If you guys haven't been following along on Instagram, you can follow me at angelface.grace. I am doing a meditation challenge this month. We're meditating every day for all of December, so in case you missed it, you can follow me there and follow along with the meditations. Enjoy them, save them, share them. We did a really relaxing pain relief, like examination of discomfort meditation that I really enjoyed. I also did um, some sound healings. Just every day is a different meditation so you can enjoy that throughout December. I also have been uploading those all to my YouTube page so if you're not on Instagram you can check that out. What else? Uh, December 19th I'm doing a free healing event that's on Zoom. 
I'll put the link in the show notes to sign up. Um, I believe it's about two hours. We do Reiki, we do meditation, and you receive energy healing. And I love doing it in a group um, to really see like the commonalities between people, to really see like, oh, we have a theme going on here. And I just think it's a great way to connect. This, again, is also free. So this is a really amazing opportunity for people who um, might not have the funds to do a private session right now. Um, I want to be able to support with, you know, people of all like levels of finance. And I do believe my work is very valuable. (laughs) Um, I feel like I should charge more than I do, but I also know that I want it to be accessible. So I like to do these free events. And of course, a podcast is amazing, free opportunity, free offering, um, just to be able to share with people who might not normally be able to get a reading or do a healing session with me. So that being said, readings and healing sessions are available. You can always book a reading with me. I do have a coupon that is for first time um, sessions with me for podcast listeners. And I always have that in the show notes. So if you want a little discount, there you go. You're welcome. (laughs) And what else? So I have a journey to the Akashic Records meditation class coming up at the end of December. I'll put that in the show notes as well. That is on Zoom and we go into your personal Akashic Records and connect with memories, past lives, parallel lives, all sorts of different experiences. And um, I'll put the dates and the link for that in the show notes. I also have a cosmic mediumship practice circle in December at the end of the month. So if you've been looking to practice mediumship, to um, expand your abilities to connect, to connect with um, cosmic energy, to yeah, practice your gift, learn more about your gift, this is a really amazing opportunity. We basically go through different exercises and we allow time for everyone to both receive and um, give readings. So this circle is a cosmic medium circle. So it's um, really centered around connecting with cosmic light beings, with spirit guides, with angels, Rather than um, deceased loved ones, they are welcome, welcome, welcome to come through. But this is more focused on connecting with um, angels, ethereal energy, spirit guides, things like that. Um, And it is my intention to do this um, as like a reoccurring thing. I think next year I'm going to do like a six week circle. But this is just like a way for people to practice and introduce themselves to it and see if that's something they want to check out um, next year as a regular basis. So that's coming up. I have the Reiki classes coming up in January. So check that out. I'll put everything in the show notes. And please, please do book a session with me if you're interested in connecting one-on-one. So I'm also going to be putting out an episode in the next um, month about um like what is a past life regression or like a shamanic journey and just to give you guys a little bit more guidance around that to see if that's something that you're interested in doing 
whether that's with me as a practitioner or with another practitioner. So um, I also would love to share with you my regression story. I've had a really amazing experience with doing a past life um, regression, or this was actually a spirit guide regression. And ever since then, I've had really interesting experiences. One of my spirit guides was actually a dragon, and that's been coming up recently to connect with them more. So I think we'll do an episode on that and share more. But if anyone has questions, this is going to be towards the end of the month. So if anyone has questions about past lives, the Akashic Records, shamanic journey, about um, regressions, anything like that, please, please, please email me, grace at gracelinen.com or DM me, angelface.grace on Instagram. And give me your questions that you have, because I would love to be able to address those and answer those questions for you on the podcast. Um, I know concepts like this, like past lives and regressions and hypnosis and all that can be so confusing or there's too much information or who do I, what, what, who do I, how do I learn? What, 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 what is all this? So I know it can get confusing. So if you have questions, reach out to me, please. And yeah, so without further ado, let's get into our main conversation. Before we do so, let's have a word from our sponsor. And I'll see y'all in a minute. Okay, so I want to just share a few more thoughts around the idea of using streaming platforms to receive psychic insight. I just want to share a few more thoughts. So when I'm asking you to do this, I guess I'm going to refer to this as a streaming divination, but using a platform like Netflix or Hulu or whatever to receive psychic information, I want you to be reminded that you can do this in many ways with many different tools. So divination is a way that we can access psychic information through tools. And those tools can look however you want them to look. So using Um, technology is totally a way for you to receive information. Um, We interface with technology all day long, all day long. So it's really about reframing your mindset around um, that technology. So you could get on your phone and you could just fuck around on TikTok for hours or YouTube or whatever it is, Instagram, etc., Or you can get on there with more of a mindful intention of either sharing a message, sharing your thoughts, or looking to receive a message in return. So it is definitely possible to receive synchronicities and psychic information through technology. I think there's also things like the algorithm at play. If you're you're someone that regularly looks at tarot readings on TikTok or on Instagram, you're probably going to be fed that same kind of content. So not every single thing you come across on your phone is a message for you. This is about building up our discernment, our ability to understand when something is um, real for us. 
So for me, I receive things very physically. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but tuning into your clear senses. So once you can start to develop and understand what your um, primary clear is or how you receive information, then you can start to be able to differentiate and know um, what is a yes and what is a no within your own body. How can you receive confirmation? So for me, for an example, sometimes when I receive information psychically, I will get confirmation that this is, ooh, this feels right. I just know this is right. Or this was a message for me to listen to or to receive. Um, Even when choosing the show, like being able to know what do I choose, being able to trust that intuition um, as far as your assignment for this week. I will receive a physical confirmation and that is because, well, I don't know why, but that's just the way it works for me. And I think my hypothesis is that is because I am um, most strong in my clear sentient psychic feeling. So I'll receive chills in my body. Sometimes I'll get really hot. I'll get this specific itchy feeling on the apples of my cheeks, which I have been um, told is when my spirit guides are around me, but usually when I receive a confirmation, like this is the correct answer, or this is truth that I'm speaking or receiving, I will feel chills in my body, like goosebumps type of feeling. Other people who are more, um, like Claire, audience they just might receive yes that's right no that's wrong in their mind it's it's connecting with your intuition deeper and deeper so you can trust it if you haven't built up that trust yet it's it's about building up the imagination just playing with it just having fun you're not going to be able to um ever like know if you're right if you don't say anything or if you don't try. So um, I think the most important aspect of psychic development is practice and play and having loving confirmation. So if you're working with a mentor or you're taking a class, like you might not always get the right answer, but we want you to see where some of the positive um, things you received were that were like close that were like, Oh, that could lead to more information that could take you down a pathway. So we want you to get as much positive confirmation as you can. So something I would like is for you to, um, play around with that exploration of what feels like, yes, what feels like, no. So if you are very, um, clairvoyant, you could even ask your spirit guides or your higher self to give you a visual clue when something is correct and when something is incorrect. And this could be a really great way to discern information. Like when you're scrolling on Instagram and you see um, a tarot reading, you might get that confirmation of, yes, this is for me. Or you might just say, no, this isn't for me and keep scrolling. It's not like that person's information is false or incorrect. It's just not the message for you. Um, 
in the moment or at all. So something you could do is asking for that visual clue. So for example, you could say, Spirit, show me a blue star when the answer is yes and show me a orange circle when the answer is no or even at simpler stop is red no is red go is green yes is green so you could use those already um like already created associations you have in your mind to um get that confirmation So, anything can be used as a divination tool. So, you can use things like cards and crystals and coffee and all these awesome, like, um, kind of like traditional tools. Or, but you could also use things that are in your everyday reality, like, um, the streaming platforms that you just watch tv on or it could be even music or it could be other things that you interface in your everyday life like if you um go to a coffee shop on the regular you could start asking questions of yourself um before you get in there and just see if you can receive any information when you go there so this could be through and this again looking for symbols can become an obsession so I don't want you to get too involved with this where you do this all the time and you don't just enjoy your life because then it um it can be a negative I think thought pattern to be always obsessing about symbols and meanings and what does it mean and that is a lesson in itself once you get to the point where you feel like you have to um step back for a moment because sometimes we don't need to always be searching that being said I just want to say that because I think people can get sucked down a rabbit hole real quick when it comes to signs and symbols and asking for confirmation in their reality um But so say if you go into a coffee shop every day, you could ask yourself a question. Once you get in there, just start kind of like um, spanning the place as if you're reading it. So what is information you can take in? Are they playing any music when you walk in? What's the song they're playing? It is a song you know? Does it remind you of anyone? Oh, maybe it happens to be your grandma's favorite song. Maybe it's a message from her. Um... It could also be the lyrics of the song. Like maybe that is the answer to your question. It could be the way the song feels to you. Like, oh, this is a this is a summer song. Like I would always listen to this in the summer. Maybe there's a memory associated with the summer and with those moments that has information in it for you. You could go in there. You could look around and see what is the person in line in front of me wearing are they wearing a specific color does their t-shirt say anything I will receive messages through t-shirts all of the time like insane (laughs) things where I'm like uh where did where did someone even buy a shirt that looks like that like it would just be the exact answer that I'm looking for um and just bizarre stuff like that so that's a really fun way to receive information and messages um like 
just noticing, oh, if someone have a, has a tote bag, like, what is that tote bag for? Oh, it's a tote bag for a little farm that I used to go to with, again, my grandma. So maybe it's the grandma talking to you. <laughs> this is all the ways we can pick up information. It could even be um, like your cravings and what you are like having um, the desire for. So if you're like, oh, I want to order that crumb cake that grandma liked. It's your grandma. She's talking to you. She's talking to you. Um, so it's really just like tuning into all those opportunities that, that um, like spirit is reflecting to you. So spirit is alive and is within all of us. We all are spirits and souls. And so when we tune in, anything could be a message. And that's when it get. that's when it could lead to obsession or even just like psychosis at certain points um so I just want people to be very wary not in a bad way but just be gentle with themselves and make sure to take time to just be normal like (laughs) like just watch the show without analyzing it like just just um just enjoy moments but I think we can also be aware of everything and when we just see it as a confirmation for us and then we're like oh yes spirit I heard that confirmation oh there's grandma hi grandma love you love you um and then you can continue to move about your day rather than what does it mean what does it mean what does it mean what does it mean I think we should um take time to evaluate and like think about our what how we're receiving but I don't want it to become too much where we don't just live in the moment so I just say that because I I see that within people and it makes me nervous (laughs) I want us to be like the whole point uh, I say this like every episode I feel like but the whole point of this existence is to be human to be on earth now and to enjoy our earthy experiences and so I think what the beauty of turning on your like psychic abilities and everything is being able to tap into everything at once but also know I am here in this present moment and in this present moment, I'm human, and I am this, and I'm that, and that's all that matters. So it's a this and that type of situation most of the time. So I just want to share with people that being able to tap into psychic information could come through anything and everything, and to take advantage of that, but to also be wary when it comes to... um like over analyzing yourself over over obsessing about um being able to decipher the reality around you it's like that movie um I don't know if you've ever seen that movie but the number 23 with Jim Carrey he was like obsessed with that number and it basically made him insane um that's the vibes that I I want us to avoid, (laughs) to avoid. Um, everything is connected. That's like literally the whole like thing. Like it's all the same. It's all connected. Um, 
but once you know that, like, just drop it, yo. It's fine. <laughs> Everything's connected, but it don't worry about it. It's all good. We're we're we are experiencing, and that's the point of this reality is to experience and to learn from your experiences. And yes. So I want us to play around with the streaming divination. You can also do this with music. That's one of my favorite things. I feel like we probably talked about this on the podcast before, but to ask spirit to bring you a message through music. So like we said, when you go into the coffee shop, pay attention, but you could also do this in your car, on the car radio. You could do this. I like to do this with like Pandora, um, the Pandora app, because it's like a shuffles it it, you don't have to like pick a song so you can just have it shuffle and ask for a message to come through and see what songs come up and um you could also do this like you know on spotify or any other apple or any other thing but i don't know if they have like a shuffle feature but that is a way that i like to receive information so just being like spirit what do you want me to focus on today and seeing what song comes up like and again it's everything it's the vibes of the music it's the memories associated with the music it's the lyrics it's the beat it's the feeling it's the it's everything anything could be a tool for them to come through and so once we're aware of that it's just paying attention to it so um It's having that like constant communication with your higher self and with the spirit realm to build up your understanding of how you receive. So for me, it might be those t-shirts, like walking around and see people's t-shirts and that's a freaking message for me. For other people that they, that might not ever happen to them, but they receive and hear and see in a way that is so beyond what I could imagine. So everyone's going to be different and it's building up that language. Do they communicate with you through numbers? Is it through music? Is it through color? Is it through images? And then it's looking at the clear senses as well. Like what is the way that they come through? Like the other day I had a lot of psychic information coming through smells, smells like, and that is a really big one. And it was interesting the other day, um, I was talking to my cousin and he and I were, we were randomly talking about, um, planets and he, he's like a podcast guy. He loves podcasts. I don't think he even knows I have a podcast, but he's always talking to me about like some cool science podcasts and stuff. And he told me about this one. It was like all about kind of like the history of planets. And we ended up talking about Venus and, um, what I, So something I think of that's interesting about Venus is there are some connections and thoughts around um, Venus kind of being like an old sphere of Earth and how some of our history is connected to Venus and the Venusians and um, those planetary spheres. But we were talking about more scientifically, like, um, the connections between the planets and the stars and being able to see them in the sky and stuff. Um, but 
anyway, the point, the point of bringing this up was we were having this conversation about, um, Venus and about planets. And it wasn't like inherently spiritual. We were talking about like more of the scientific side of things. But for me, it was a message because I have been learning this stuff about Venus, um, for the last like couple, maybe two years. Um, and I started learning about this through the work of Gigi Young. She's a YouTuber. She's one of the people I love, like admire her work a lot um, and look up to her um, her research. And she did this video about the planetary spheres and it got me thinking about Venus. And then I have started um, connecting with Venusian energy through my meditations and I've started to receive psychic information that kind of has um, confirmed for me some of the information she has brought through in her videos and she's a psychic um, intuitive like channeler so all the information she's brings through is either through research or through her psychic research like channeled information Um, so it was really cool for me to watch those videos and like a year later start kind of getting that psychic confirmation that oh this is truth um but then when I had the conversation with my cousin it was just very kismet because I had just been doing this meditation around Venus um and had been seeing Venus in the sky which is one of the brightest stars it's not a star obviously it's a planet but we would see it in the sky as stars and then he was talking to me about um yeah, like back in the day, that was the star that everyone would see in the sky before we had the awareness that it was a planet. And um, even with like the times of Christ and um, like <clears throat> the, the star of Bethlehem and stuff, he was saying that that was actually Venus, that the star that, um, you know, the the magi i'm not a christian scholar you guys but they followed whatever the star was that they followed to get back to um town with the baby and stuff um that was (laughs) i clearly don't know the the story well enough but um that was venus which i think is very interesting that this light of Christ, of this, um, like rebirth energy of like a new, um, master on earth, like that, like, you know, healed and brought a lot of magic and healing and knowledge to earth. And then of course, religion happened, but I thought it was really interesting that when he was born, like that's the star that we saw in the sky, Venus, bring forth this um like new dimension of uh consciousness on earth and I think what Christ wanted was for people to see that that was within them that they were all able to you know go and perform miracles but also just be a good person and that's within them. And then religion confused that a little bit to make him like the one and only. But I think it's very interesting that that Venus was the star in the sky. So he told me that and that was um, just very kismet. So that was kind of how I received a message was through a conversation that 
were randomly talking about a podcast and that was um, some insight that I was able to receive from him and then maybe I'll go back and listen to that podcast and receive more information but that was a way that spirit was able to communicate with me what I was gonna say about that also is during this conversation he was like what is that smell what is that smell I smell something really sweet I smell like a sweet smell um and the only thing I smelled was like um firewood from like someone in the neighborhood's chimney or whatever but he smelled this very sweet smell and it was during the conversation we were talking about venus so it is my hypothesis that perhaps he was picking up some psychic information but he wasn't aware of it so i didn't say that to him because we don't really talk about um intuition like that um but he is a very open and curious person so i'd be i would not be surprised if he was picking up intuitive information without being aware of it so that being said that is a couple of different ways spirit can communicate and so i want us to again play around with the videos reach out to me and share with me what your tv show was and what was the message that you received the movie whatever it was for you what was the message you received how did you understand what the meaning was and if you haven't figured that out yet that's okay that's okay something I like to do also is taking notes of like what struck me what what was like striking about it and then looking back at that a little while later being able to analyze and think about it um from a different perspective so yeah i am really excited to hear about everyone's experience i also yeah i just wanted to say like anything can be a tool so if you are drawn to a certain tool i would start playing around with it and if it's something that you feel like you need assistance in learning how to do i would seek a teacher whether that is through an online video or a book or a face-to-face teacher you can meet with but i would start seeking some information to be able to understand how you can best utilize this tool something i've been seeing too on tiktok that i think is interesting and i personally i'm a little wary of it and i don't know why yet i haven't figured out why but i'm a little wary of it um but people are using this app to um ask ai technology to give us uh information So people are asking, like, what do my spirit guides look like? Um, Like, what is the earth look like in the future? All these kind of like um, premonition type of questions, but also like uh, intuitive questions. And the AI essentially creates uh, imagery out of it. It's very beautiful, but for some reason, I'm I'm not sure about it. (laughs) I don't know why. But um, that could also be an interesting thing to look into. I know there's an app right now that people are using to be able to, yeah, basically it's coding. And the coding is able to 
create this visual answer for us. So what I would like to examine is how is this coding tapping into uh, the future or into spiritual realms? Like where is the connection between the coding of the AI and our um, like intuition? If we are one with the quantum field, like they're able to tap into that as well. So what what exactly would be the difference between this AI technology creating um, like psychic information and myself or any other intuitive reader tapping in? Like what can they do that we can't? What can we do that they can't? And how similar are we really? And of course, you know, the AI was built by a human but at one point, it becomes an entity within itself. And that entity, how is that entity tapping into the formless realm, like into the infinite space? That is what's fascinating to me, is that they're able to do so. But if we were able to look at ourselves from, you know, a bird's eye view perspective, perhaps our energy would look the same as coding. Um, We are all made up of individual, you know, DNA strands and different components and genetics. And like, how dissimilar is that to the way that technology is built? Like strands of information. It's kind of the same thing. So... I don't have a conclusion to that. I just just want us to think about that a little bit. And I think it's really about the intention of the practice. So if someone who is a bad person was able to tap into this AI information, maybe they can use it for negative reasons. But if people are using it from a positive intention, I don't see why it wouldn't be able to give us, you know, good information. But I also want to think about at what point does this technology, again, become its own entity, become its own sentient being? And how can we control its intentions? Once it becomes sentient, once it has its own feelings or its own intentions, you can't exactly control that. So just some thoughts, (laughs) just some thoughts about um, technology and AI and um, tapping in psychically. So enjoy the exercise and I will see y'all in our main conversation. Okay, so last week I mentioned manifestation and how we can't just go with the idea, the concept that our thoughts create our reality. We have to take action. So you can't just think something into existence. You have to 
move forward in that action. So we know this to be true. You can think of a grand idea like, oh, I'm going to invent a new type of blender. And if you don't take any action on that, there's no way that that blender is ever going to exist. Unless, of course, someone else creates it based upon your ideas, but you still have to take the action to help um, explain your concept to someone, to help uh, let them know the steps to get there, to create the model, to then ship it out, etc, etc. So there's, um, sometimes there's more than you just involved for something to come into fruition, especially if you are trying to manifest um, a feeling or a relationship. And I know love manifesting a boyfriend or a husband or girlfriend or partner. I know that's like a popular thing, but, um, you can't just uh, create a person out of nothing. Like they exist and they have their own thoughts, their own feelings, their own life, their own everything. And so what you're really do, doing by manifesting that person is um, creating within yourself the person that you would be if you had that relationship. So that's um, kind of like when people say... Uh, creating your own reality, I think that is definitely possible. And sometimes that is about um, basically what we're doing is we are creating the feeling, the energy of that thing we're trying to manifest. And that is what allows it to then come into our reality, our life. I think um, all the time we're manifesting without our really conscious intention like if we are going to work we're going to manifest conversations because <laughs> we're going to be interacting with other people so everything is really a manifestation I think that that word can be like overused and definitely is hyper like trendy and you know the whole secret thing like I think it can be used for people to just feel like they can create material gain um, through magic, which is definitely possible. There are many money spells you can do or whatever you want, like that kind of thing. But there is always sacrifice. There is always your action or the steps that you need to put into um for into the pavement foot forward into the pavement for things to actually come into fruition so what you're going to be doing is you created that list of 17 things that you want to see shift or change and then you are examining what can you do in your reality to make that happen. And then right now we're going to do a little bit of a meditation exercise to bring some energy towards that. So what we're really wanting to do is to create the feeling, like I said. So for example, if we want that relationship, if we're trying to manifest a romantic or a love relationship what we really want to be focusing on is feeling loved, feeling supported, whatever the things are that you're looking and seeking 
from that relationship? How can you create that for yourself so that your essentially your energy gets comfortable with it? What we're what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast with our kind of like brain pathways essentially that is what we are doing if we are someone who has never been in a relationship um or we are someone that never had a job that paid them uh for their ideas if we never had these things that we're trying to manifest um you know we're not used to it it's not comfortable so oftentimes even if we get those things it's easy to lose them quickly so you know I think a lot of people can understand that in the terms of money like oh I'm manifesting a paycheck and then I get that check and then oh I'm not gonna buy stuff instead and then you're in the same situation you were before I know I do that to myself sometimes um where it's like you know you're looking for something and once you get it you kind of just like take it for granted or um you you know you really more cared about the action and the chase than you did about the results so I want us to focus on what are we actually wanting what is what are we actually first of all what are we actually wanting if we want a relationship why do we want a relationship if we want more money or a different job like why do we want that if we want um more connection spiritually why do we want that if we want to open up our gifts why do we want that if we want more friendship and more connections deep connections with our family like why do we want that what is missing within us that we feel like we need to um, have that aspect uh, to feel more complete. So I want us to begin to learn how to feel whole, but also be open and willing for things to flow into our lives. So if we're wanting, 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 seeking, 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 and we don't take the action steps other than creating the vision board in this list, how are these things going to show up in your life? Like I said last week, if you want to go be in a relationship and you never go on a date, how are you going to ever be in a relationship? So it's logical. It feels simple. But it's fucking hard work because, again, we've created these patterns, these pathways, these usual way of being, our mode, our down, uh, like our, the default mode. Like, that is easier for us than going out there and doing something new. So if you, you know, want to start your own business but you've been working for someone for 40 years, it's going to be way harder for that person to just go out and try it rather than someone who has been able to feel supported in their changes and their grand ideas throughout their life. Um, It's going to be easier for them to take that action. That is a privilege. Yes, that is somewhat of these privileges that... um, certain people have is that they have um their energy is comfortable with 
change, with expansion. And a lot of people, because of probably the way they grew up, because of their experiences in life, their situations, it's very difficult to imagine a life that is different than the one they have now. And it's very difficult to find out how to actually take action and to be consistent because that's not something that they've seen from themselves in the past or from the people around them. So I just want us to know we can, like I said earlier, shift and change the way our brain behaves and thinks We can shift and change and by using our spiritual energy in like conjunction with these action steps, it allows us to feel some of that comfort, some of that support that maybe we don't have individually to help us feel safe when trying to bring big changes into our life. I think we've all known a person who moved away, maybe they moved to New York City or London or like this big city and then maybe they moved back to their hometown because they didn't feel like comfortable, they didn't feel like they were able to do it. And then other people move away and never look back. So it really just depends on Again, your individual situations. But every single person has the ability to make change. It just is more difficult. Depending on who you are, where you've been. How you're raised. What your day-to-day life is like. So I want us to do a quick meditation together. And what this is going to be is dream life visualization so I hope you guys are enjoying the ASMR of the rain on my car roof as we're listening as I'm recording this podcast because I feel like it's going to sound great but I'm hoping it doesn't sound really bad um but we're going to do about a 10 minute meditation so if you're driving you can pause the recording come back to this later But other than that, all I'm going to ask of you is to close your eyes and just listen. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a little bit of energetic vibration um, healing and a visualization. So I just asked to encode this healing within this recording so that anyone can access it. And my intention tonight is to bring energy towards your intentions, your manifestations, the shifts and changes you want to make to help you feel supported in the ability to move forward on your um, desires. So what you're going to do to begin is just close your eyes. We'll take a deep breath here together. Breathe in through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. One more breath. Breathe in through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Final breath. Breathe in through the nose. Exhale out the mouth. Imagine yourself standing in front of 
a large mirror. Seeing yourself exactly as you are now. Just noticing how you look. No judgments, just notice. And this is, of course, a magic mirror. That's going to show us who you are and who you could be at your highest timeline. The highest vibration of who you could be if you were able to get out of your own way. And just gazing at this version of yourself. And you notice they don't look so different from you now. Maybe they look exactly the same. Or maybe you have a new haircut. But there's not a whole lot visually different. But you feel the energy, the vibration of this highest version of yourself is so vastly different from you now, powerfully magnetic. Placing your hand on the mirror, just tuning into the vibration of unconditional love this version of yourself has for you now. Knowing what they know that maybe you don't know yet. And we're just going to stay here for a few moments. And I just ask you to tune in. To feel, sense, imagine. If this version of yourself, the highest version of yourself. The most healed timeline. Had a message for you in this moment, for you now, in this very moment, what would that message be? And maybe you get some words that flow into your mind. Or a song lyric. 
But maybe it's just a sensation in your body and knowing and trusting. If you could receive this message, what would it be? And this version of yourself, the highest vibration version of yourself, has a gift for you. To help you expand and allow these manifestations to move into your life. just opening up your hands now in front of you imagine that gift was placed into your right palm you cup your left palm and just hold it in between your hands feeling the love and placing that gift into your heart We just ask to merge with the highest timeline. Allowing our efforts to be seen, to be felt. And our desires, our manifestations. to come into fruition. Who are you in this highest timeline? Take one more deep breath here together. Exhale out the mouth. Bringing us back into our current reality. Back into our bodies. And giving thanks for this meditation and this healing today. Allowing us to move forward on our intentions. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed that. A message for me came forward and I just wanted to share. But it was that it may be lonely, but you're never alone. 
So thank you. I appreciate that message. And thank you all for joining me for another episode of Angel Face Magic Hour. I will see y'all next week for our astrology episode. And again, check the show notes for any upcoming workshops and stuff. Please, please rate and review the podcast. That helps us expand for real, for real, please. I would love it. And um, I love you guys. Have a wonderful week. Let me know how this meditation was. And I'll see ya next week.